sexy people. I'm Dr. Tammy. Welcome to The Trouble with Sex. We have a really special guest today, someone who's very dear to my heart, Melanie Barnum. Let me tell you about Melanie. She's a psychic medium, an intuitive counselor, a life coach, and hypnotist. She's a teacher, a workshop presenter, and she reads for individual clients around the world. She's been a VIP reader at Psych Out. She's a member of the National Guild of Hypnotists and the International Association of Counselors and Therapists. She's written seven books, including her latest release, Intuition at Work. I invited her on the show today to really talk about intuition and how we can all use it to improve our relationships at work, with our families, with our partners. And I have a super special relationship with Melanie because she's my sister. So I get to get readings from her every day. We have this cool thing that we do where we share a word of the day that we get intuitively to help each other out. She's taught me to do this. We do it, especially when we need a little intuitive hit. I love that she she wrote this book, Intuition at Work, because it really helps everyone apply the wider range of potential of your humanity to how to improve your career, how to handle tough decisions, how to get along with coworkers and colleagues, and most of all, how to create a really clear vision using your intentions around what is it that you actually want. And I think that's so important right now, particularly as we all face our re-entry anxiety as we're moving through the pandemic and everything we've learned about staying home. And now we're really facing a new reality around what does it really mean to be at work? Whether you're working from home, back to the workspace, or creating a new career for yourself, you have to integrate your intuition. You have to figure out what is it that I really want to do to serve the planet today? You can't just go trade your time for money. It seems more important now to figure out what is it I'm supposed to be doing in the world? It's so important today to really understand your mission on the planet and to use your senses, all of them, to get in touch with who you are. And there's nobody better to talk to about this than Melanie Barnum, who Intuition at Work, I understand, is her eighth book and not her seventh book, maybe as her sister, who's only written six books. It's really, oh my God, mind-blowing. This is your eighth book. Congratulations and welcome to the show. Hi, Tammy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm thrilled that you're here. Me too. So uh, tell us about this eighth book and tell us about (laughs) your work and why you wrote it. So... Intuition at Work is a play on words. It's about using your intuition to further your career and to help you become even more successful in whatever career you want. But it's also about putting your intuition to work for you. So you can utilize your intuition and use this book to help you get ahead in your personal life as well. We have so many tools at our fingertips and we have so much to offer ourselves to help us move forward, that not using our intuition is a crime at this point. 
like with everything, especially that's going on in the world and trying to understand everything that's going on in the world and the other people and having to deal with so many things online and over the internet and through Zoom, as opposed to meeting people in person, it's even more important now to tap in to your own intuitive vibes and your own intuitive awareness. And now is the perfect time because of everything that's happening in life. Now is the perfect time to figure out hey, what do I really want to do with my life? What is going to really make me happy moving forward? Because essentially, like that old adage always says, if you love what you do, you're never going to work a day in your life. So wouldn't that be a better thing to do than to, like you had said earlier, to just make a paycheck, to do something that you don't like just to put money in the bank? So at this point, and because of such a transitional time in the whole entire world, it would be a mistake to not start tuning into your intuition. And intuition is something we're all naturally gifted with. We all have it to some degree. And it runs across the board for your entire life. So it covers your work, which is what the book is about. It covers your personal life, which again is what the book is about. And because it's covering your personal life and your work, it helps you with career, it helps you with relationships, it helps you with your sex life, it helps you connect to everything in your life. So let's talk a little bit about that. How does your intuition play a part in your sex life or in your relationships? Why are we connecting these things? So think about it at its very core. When you're trying to decide whether you're compatible with somebody. When you're trying to figure out whether you work together with somebody, you get a feeling, you get a vibe. And it's not just about the vibe that they're putting out. It's the vibe that you're putting out as well. And when you start to get in sync with somebody else, it's because your energies are meshing. It's working. However, if it goes the opposite direction and you're feeling like something is wrong, like something's off, and something may be off about them, or it may be simply that you're just not compatible. Using your intuition to tell you this can save you a lot of time, a lot of stress, and a lot of heartache. At its basic, like fundamental self, using your intuition to decide whether somebody is going to be a good relationship match for you is the best way to do it. It's the best way to go about it. And there's so many people that are meeting online nowadays. We have all of those online matchmaking and dating services that you really can't trust the pictures <laughs> because I know if I was putting a picture out there, it's going to look really good. <laughs> I'm not going to show you what I'm going to look like in the morning. Nobody puts their worst pictures up on the dating site. Exactly. So you have to depend on your other senses, your metaphysical senses, and not just your physical senses to tune into the person's energy and see whether you feel like you're still attracted to them. So how do you tune in to someone else's energy, especially online? Like I said, we are all born with this natural intuitive awareness, this natural intuitive state. Cops call it a, a hunch. Parents call it a a connection to their child. A lot of times we just call it that gut instinct where we feel something and that's how you do it. So it may be that you start to feel something when you're reading about the person online or when you're looking at their picture. Allow your body to feel all over and see whether they make you feel good, whether you get goosebumps. Goosebumps are usually validation 
that there's something good happening or that your guides or your loved ones are around to help you make better decisions. You mean your dead loved ones? Yeah, your dead loved ones. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so used to just saying loved ones. Yeah, so your deceased loved ones or your guides are around because they want to help you to make a better choice. Okay, we need to have a commercial break right here about dead people. Okay. So my sister, <laughs> Melanie Bartom, the psychic, has been talking to dead people since she was a little kid. And me as a therapist, I, I have a hard enough time talking to live people all day long. That's just enough for me. <laughs> I talk to a lot of live people. They're very challenging and very exciting and very rewarding. And my sister has like a whole other realm of people to deal with that come to her and talk to her and give her information. They're all dead. And I think I just shut that part out because I don't want to talk to dead people. Now, she's one of these people that is not scared of that. They don't, it doesn't freak her out. And so they must know. <laughs> they must know. Okay. She's someone we can talk to. She's like the therapist for dead people. And she gets this like sense of them. They come to her. They give her information. And so when she's doing readings on people, they'll come through and say, can you tell them this? Can you give them this information? So when she's talking about guides, she also has these guides that help her. And then she has the dead people. So just so you know, when she's talking, <laughs> this is where she's coming from. That's the background commercial information. Okay, proceed. Now I forgot where I was, but essentially... <laughs> You're talking um, about how you know, to tune in okay. to learn how to date and use your intuition. <laughs> so, yeah, you do have these helpers from the other side, like Tammy was just talking about. But you have these kind of body messages that you're getting on your physical body. So you can start to feel whether or not somebody's making you feel good and you start to get tingly or your head gets tingly or itchy. I always tell people when there's kind of energy coming through, my head gets really itchy and I have to tell everybody, I don't have bugs. Nothing's jumping out <laughs> at you. There's nothing hopping out of my head. And you may experience that too when something good is happening, when you're looking at somebody that really may work for you. So you mean you scratch your head a lot when you do readings? A lot. So it's interesting that you guys said, hey, when you touch your face or your head, we can hear you moving. That happens. I'm literally sitting on my hands right now. So I don't touch my head because the energy just comes through all the time. So you have to kind of allow your body to feel. And that's called clairsentience. When you feel something metaphysically or psychically, it allows you to feel how that person is. And you can actually ask and say, okay, all my helpers on the other side, let me know by letting me feel if this person will be a good fit for me. If all of a sudden you feel like you have to run out of the room and vomit, <laughs> probably chances a are, sign. <laughs> yeah, chances are they're not the one for you. <laughs> and even though you were physically attracted to their picture or what they had to say, it's not going to be a good situation. Okay, so nausea, no go. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> okay, good to know. And what about uh, other senses? Like, what about other, like, how do you know that it's not just you making stuff up? How do you know it's your intuition and not just your imagination? So often, like I said, clear sentience or that clear kind of feeling in your body is usually the first sense that people uh, kind of allow into their lives and start to open up to. And it's really a very genuine sense because your body reacts in a specific way. That's the easiest one to realize or to understand. And so it allows you to feel like it's not your imagination. We also have clairvoyance. A lot of people confuse clairvoyance with actually being psychic. And clairvoyance is really just one of those intuitive abilities. And it means clear sight or clear intuitive or psychic sight. 
So when you start to see things in your mind's eye, you can ask for validation. So you'll know that it's not necessarily your imagination. Ask for your clairsentient vibes to come back. Ask for that feeling in your body to confirm or validate what you're seeing. And usually people say, oh, if you're clairvoyant, somebody's standing in front of you or you see a whole movie playing out in your mind's eye. Nine times out of 10, or actually probably 99 times out of 100, you won't see that. You're not going to see somebody standing in front of you. You'll see a flash or like a quick photograph or very quick image that pops into your mind. And oftentimes you'll see it symbolically. So it may not be something that you immediately understand or recognize, but you may understand it later. So if you're looking at someone on a dating site and a car crash or a dumpster fire, that's probably a sign. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much along the lines of getting up to vomit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking that stay away. One of the most common signs is a stop sign. And it goes across the board. So if you see that stop sign, forget (laughs) it. Move on. You don't need that in your life. What about a caution, like a yellow light, like blinking, beep, beep, beep? Yeah, same thing. You don't need a caution light in your life. If it's somebody that you're going to have to walk on eggshells around or if it's somebody that they're already saying, look out for them, (laughs) there's something's going to happen, then not a good idea. We'll be right back. We are supported by Uber Lube. Did you know that lube doesn't just help with dryness? Eliminating friction enhances pleasure. As a sex therapist, I get asked about lubricants all the time. And one of my all-time favorites for solo and partner play is UberLube. UberLube is simple, sexy, smooth. It's never sticky and a little goes a long, long way. It reduces friction while naturally heightening sensation. There's no harmful parabens, no glycerin, and best of all, UberLube has no scent or taste. Go to uberlube.com, use the promo code Dr. Tammy. That's D-R-T-A-M-M-Y for 10% off plus free shipping anywhere in the U.S. That's uberlube, U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com, promo code Dr. Tammy, and get yourself some uberlube today. I'm going to ask you the same thing that I ask all my guests, which is what is the biggest trouble with sex today? What do you think? I think it's communication. It really feels to me, and I just got goosebumps. So goosebumps are validation. So that means your dead people are saying, yes, that's true. They're trying to communicate. They're coming from the other side and they're saying, we are communicating with you about (laughs) miscommunication with sex. Communication, biggest problem with sex. Totally true. Communication for sure. And it's not just communication in that people don't know how to talk to each other. It's communicating your needs, your desires, your wants. So, you know, people get, I don't want to say turned off, but people get to the point where they don't want to tell the other person because they're scared Mm. or they're afraid or they're confused. And so using your intuition can help you get through that. How? How does your intuition play a part? So if you are the one that is trying to understand the person who's not communicating, then you can start to use your intuition and go a little deeper and maybe understand what they're looking for, what they want, what's going to make them happy. But you can also understand where it's coming from and why they're not able to tell you what they want. Mm. If they have some kind of sexual proclivities that are not ones that you share with them, you might want to kind of tune in and understand where that's coming from. 
And that can help you to understand how you can please them, but also make yourself happy at the same time. Because if it's not, say somebody has a foot fetish and you want to know where it's coming from, and it may not be about the foot, but it may just be about them enjoying your feet on them while they're having sex. So maybe it's about the need for you to wrap your feet around them Mm -hmm. during sex. So when that happens, you may be able to go a little bit deeper and understand where it's coming from and make your make both of you happy that way. That's a great example, actually. I really like that a lot because I think a lot of couples do have a lot of misunderstandings about their sexuality and their interests. And they, it's hard to find like sexual empathy for each other if you don't really understand it. Mm-hmm. And so to, to, to use your intuition is just basically to have a deeper, more empathetic and validating understanding of each other and to really tune into each other. And I think that's a really good point that we can tune in empathetically to our partner and understand them at a deeper level when we use our intuition. I'm wondering if there is a an exercise or a quick tip that you can give us like a way that we can practice this to tune into our partners to understand them. There's a really easy way actually, and it's probably pretty prevalent in therapy, sex therapy. When we're talking about communication and trying to tune into our partners and understanding what's happening with them, you really kind of need to read between the lines or between the sheets in this case. One of the easiest ways is really to sit together and just touch your hands. You don't have to be naked. You don't have to be in actual bed together. But you can touch your hands and you can ask the universe, show me what's going to make my partner feel good, what's going to make them feel better. And when you're doing that, you can begin by asking each other a simple question. What would you like from me? What are you missing from our sex life? And if you say, what would you like from me and what are you missing from our sex life? It may be something simple like, I want it more often from you. And I'm missing, you know, you starting, you initiating the contact. And so intuitively now, instead of just saying, oh my God, I'm so like done with this. Why do I always have to start it? You can go a little deeper and understand that one of the reasons that they need you to initiate it more is because they have a really low self-esteem issue and they're feeling really badly about themselves. And it may be because they're feeling like you just don't want them anymore. And they're unable to say that because they're feeling like if I say that out loud, it's going to make it true, or she's going to hate me even more, or whatever the case may be. So taking just those simple couple of questions and really tuning in, and then mirroring it back to them and saying, what I'm hearing from you is this, and this is what I feel intuitively is happening, and this is why. And if they say, yeah, that's exactly what it is, then already you're 50% ahead of the game. And if they say, no, that's not it, then you're already opening up the communication, that line of communication. So whether you're using this simple exercise as a way to communicate better in general, or you're using it as an exercise to tap into your intuition to communicate more about your sex life, doesn't really matter because communicating with your partner is going to help you in your sex life no matter what. We'll be right back. People ask me all the time, how do you have a relationship that works? Check out my book, Open Monogamy, co-creating your ideal relationship agreement. Open Monogamy is for people who have a primary or central relationship or a partnership 
but they want a more flexible or fluid agreement. I interviewed over 40 couples, and their stories will guide you to create your relationship agreement in a flexible, fluid, and transparent way that works for your particular relationship. You'll find all kinds of exercises in the book to start a conversation, to work through problems and conflicts, and find a relationship agreement that works for both of you. On sale now, go to openmonogamy.com, Amazon, or Sounds True Publishing, or anywhere books are sold. We have a question from a listener, and she says, I'm having an affair with someone at work. My intuition tells me that I should probably end the affair, but we are having great sex, and I think I'm in love. What should I do? So I think that's a two-part question. And the first part is she unentangled by having an affair. Does that mean that they both have significant others already? But what I get intuitively right away is that it's not going to have a good ending. And it feels like right now she's getting something from this relationship, the excitement of it, that she's missing from possibly her life or her own relationship, her own kind of partnership. And that's why this is such a good thing for her. But I don't feel like the two of them are actually compatible in the real world. And it doesn't feel like they would work out. And so it does feel like it's going to end. And I have to say that if she, and I'm getting goosebumps, so this is validation, that what I'm saying is either true and accurate or that our dead peeps are around us. (laughs) But I think it's about them validating what I'm about to say. And that is, it feels to me like if they don't end it pretty soon, then they're going to get busted. They're going to get caught. And people have affairs for years at a time and it goes on and on and never get caught. And all it takes is that one moment, that one little slip up. And it just feels to me, they're going to get caught. So if that's the end goal, if that's her way of getting out of the relationship or the situation that they're both in at home, and that's their end goal, fine. But if not, and they want to be able to continue whatever relationships or whatever situations they have, then I think that they need to, it feels like they need to end it sooner rather than later. I'm actually getting something about three months. So so do people ignore their intuition a lot of times when... <laughs> Is that even a joke? <laughs> okay. I guess I'm just feeding you that answer. Yeah. All the time. Mm. I am a professional psychic. I've been doing this work for over 20 years. I go to the grocery store and I look at the gallon of milk and I say, oh, I should get milk. And then I say, no, we don't need milk. And I get home and they say, oh, did you get milk? Because we just (laughs) ran out. I ignore my intuition on a daily basis, which is crazy to think about. And I am a psychic. So people ignore their intuition all the time. And it's not necessarily because we don't believe in it or because we don't know how to access it or because we don't want to use it. It's just because we kind of discount it and we ignore it. And it's not that, like I said, it's not that there's any specific reason for it. It just is. But once you start using it on a regular basis and you start using it more often throughout all the different areas of your life, it becomes more natural to not ignore it and to use it more. How do we develop our intuition if we want to know what our career aspirations are, like what we should be doing instead of what we are doing? The intuition at work thing especially now when we're at such a turning point globally, like just everyone is at a turning point. And not everyone has the opportunities to do what they want. People have kids, they're limited. How can you 
make decisions that are the best thing for your family, but also for your future and use your intuition. The key right there is what you just said. You use your intuition. In order to do that, the first thing that you do is you go out and you get my book because (laughs) that's got a whole bunch of exercises in it, which literally will really help you to start tuning in. I have found, and the way that I always teach people to start using their intuition or to tune in better, that practice is the best way to do that. So working from exercises, and I'm only half joking about the book because any exercises that you can find, whether they're online, whether they're from my site or my books or somebody else's, any of those exercises you should start to do because they really help you to open up your different psychic senses. They help you to open up your intuitive vibes. And these are the things that are that are going to help you to progress and help you to get to that point where you can start trusting what your intuitive sense is telling you. And as you said, it's a really difficult time. It's also the best time to start figuring out what do you want to do with your life? Because you may have just lost your job and now you need to figure out what's going to make you happy. Obviously, there's a lot of people that just need to put food on the table and just need to get that paycheck. But meanwhile, even if you have to go get the job at McDonald's for now to pay the bills, start figuring it out. Start tapping into your intuition. I always tell people when they're trying to manifest their greatest life, when they're trying to manifest different things in their lives, be present in your life. Participate in your life. Don't discount the signs, the synchronicities, the events that are happening to help you along the way. So one of the things that I suggest when you're trying to tune into your intuition to discover the best possible career is A, look around. What do you enjoy? What do you like? What do you see that's out there that kind of goes in line with what you like? But also B, put it out there by manifesting it. Start to manifest it. Ask the universe for what you want. Believe that it can actually happen. And you really have to believe that it can be manifested for you. And then let it go and say thank you to the universe. When you focus on the how, you don't usually get it. But when you let it go and let it come, and I just got goosebumps again, that's total validation. When you focus on instead moving forward and participating in your life and believing that the universe is working to manifest this as long as it's for your greater good, then it will happen and it'll come about. And you have these people that get stuck in a job that they hate, but you also have those same people. And I'm not saying everybody does that. Obviously, there's so many different versions of this. But I'm talking about the people that are stuck in the job that they hate and they're pushing the broom around in the warehouse at night. And they're saying, I'm never going to get ahead. This just sucks. I hate my job. I have to do this until I die. That's what you're manifesting. You're manifesting that job for yourself. And I'm not saying that the world doesn't need that because we do. We need everybody. And I'm not saying that you're doing it on purpose either. But what I am saying is that when you change that around and you start saying positive things, like I'm doing this for now until I'm able to, or the universe manifests for me, you know, exactly what's going to make me happy and what's going to make my world better. But I'll continue to do this knowing that this is temporary. When you start having that type of an outlook instead, it'll bring other things for you. And it'll bring you to a place where you become happier and where you can make the money more probably than what you were making before 
that'll help you to put the food on the table, provide for your children. It'll help you to get that career that, you know, may just feel like not work. You really have to participate and you're not always going to get everything that you want because it may not be for your greater good. I actually am going to share quickly. I had a client yesterday who was 89 and you know, she said to me, we were talking about her selling her house and moving. And I kept saying, I do see you selling your house, but I see you moving into a slightly smaller space, but it has a better layout for you. And she just kept saying, I don't understand. I want a bigger house. I don't understand why I have to settle. And I've been able to manifest so much in my life. Why can't I manifest a bigger house? Now, as it is, she lives alone. She's 89 and she had a four bedroom house. She wants a bigger house. And I finally see what I'm getting from my guides, from my loved ones, is that the universe is not necessarily going to manifest a bigger house for you because in five years, you're not going to be able to take care of it. So right now, you're feeling really good about wanting a bigger house, but you have no help and you're there by yourself. And in five years, you're going to have to downsize and move yet again. And that's not going to be fun for you. We have to be a little bit on par with what works for us and not just go totally over the top. But we have to believe that we can manifest what we want. And that also includes relationships. We have a question from another listener who says, I feel like my marriage is ending and I may want a divorce. This is sad to me, but my husband and I have been having problems for some time. I don't feel connected. Is this a feeling I can change? Can I trust this feeling? And I think that's similar to people that want to leave their jobs, right? Can you trust the feeling of, I just want to... leave this job and start something else. It's a scary thing to start over, to have act three of your life or act two or four and a half or whatever, yeah. because you have to recreate yourself. For sure. And for the, for this person that's asking the question, it feels like they have explored the possibilities of staying together versus getting a divorce. And it feels they are on the moving apart path. What I'm getting for them is a wedge. I'm seeing symbolically a wedge. So that just tells me that they're just going to keep going further and further apart. They're going to grow further and further apart. And it doesn't mean that they're not growing, that the both of them are not growing in their lives, but it just feels like they're growing apart. And I also feel like at this point, they can remain friends. They can stay friends and it doesn't have to end, but they'd be better off looking for something else now to make them happier. And I also feel like one of them, I'm not sure which one, but one of them is just not happy in life in general. There's a little bit more to it. And this may be the crux of the need for the divorce because they're just not happy in general in their life. That sounds very intuitive. Melanie, is there one last tip that you can give to our listeners, one last suggestion that you want to leave us with? Yeah. So, you know, as I said, using your intuition is the best possible thing you can do for yourself. Because we have all these other senses. We have our physical senses. And now you also know that you have these metaphysical senses. And if you can have these tools at your fingertips to help you gain and access a better life for yourself and your loved ones and your friends and everybody else around you, why wouldn't you do it? So just start tuning in. Just start practicing a quick 30-second meditation every day. 30-second meditation as you're warming up the car in the morning. It doesn't matter where you are. Just take a second to ground yourself and to tune into your body and to tune into yourself and to breathe. Just pay attention to your breath and that will help to ground you. It helps to pull you back into yourself. And then just start practicing. Just start using your intuitive awareness, your intuitive gifts by practicing. 
And we're going to give you, our sexy listeners, a link to Melanie Barnum's books, including Intuition at Work and all of her other seven books. There's a lot of other exercises in those books to practice meditations and to get in touch with your intuition and even to contact some of your spirit guides. If you want more from Melanie Barnum, how can people find you, Melanie? How do they contact you? How do they get more about you? So the easiest ways are to either go to my website, melaniebarnum.com, or on social media, you can look me up anywhere, Melanie Barnum Psychic. So any last word from your dead people that you want to leave us with? (laughs) (laughs) If you just asked that, I laugh, but I heard the word trust. So trust in yourself, trust in the universe is there trying to help you, your guides, your loved ones, everybody. And I just got goosebumps. That's validation. They're around you and they're trying to help you. So trust that there's help out there for you. Trust that you'll find a great relationship or that you have the ability to tune into your relationship and trust that you're good enough. No matter what, you are good enough, whether it's tuning into your intuition or whether it's in a relationship or as a person in general, you're good enough and you can be better by using your intuitive vibes. Words of wisdom from (laughs) Melanie Barnum and her dead people (laughs) and her guides. Couldn't get any better than that. To all my sexy listeners, trust wherever you are at work or in your relationships and Continue to follow us with more episodes at The Trouble With Sex. If you want one of your questions answered by one of my sexy guests, you can leave it for me at thetroublewithsex.com under Ask Dr. Tammy. And to find out more, contact me directly or go to anywhere you find podcasts. Thank you so much, Melanie Barnum. It's been so fun to have you. Thanks for having me, Tammy. It's been great. And till next time, to all my sexy people out there, stay sexy, stay healthy, stay well. See you next time. I'm Dr. Tammy. This episode was brought to you by Uberlube. Have a question about your relationship, your sex life, or sexual wellness? Visit thetroublewithsex.com and click on Ask Dr. Tammy to send me your questions. For sex-positive tips, live events, and updates, join my mailing list and follow us at The Trouble With Sex on Instagram. The Trouble With Sex is produced by Brandy Savitt and Jane Applegate. Our audio is designed by Flavor Lab, New York City. This episode was recorded by Bruce Hirschfield. Music by Bruce Hirschfield. <laughs>